With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright. The power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected. A place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so happy you're listening tonight because I've got a great guest with who you already know, Mr. Mark Bulldozer. Mark has a deep sense of knowing about the law of attraction because, well, he understands the relationship between the universe and himself. So there's a great deal to learn from Mark. When I interviewed him, I noticed that he calls the law of attraction simply the law. And at first, I had to kind of adjust my thinking because I'm used to calling it the law of attraction. Well, I started thinking about this, and it's really profound to call the law of attraction the law. Well, keep on listening because I found this really interesting. Because Mark calls it the law it's just not another human being that we have to respect or a court of law that i have to say yes sir or no sir to it is a metaphysical term but it's so profound because it can do you just as much harm as it can do you good it is just like law enforcement you mess up and they're coming after you (laughs) how is this different from the law of attraction it's identical now we may not end up in an actual jail but we can end up in dire situations that we allow to control us and in reality this is the jail within It takes a lot of work to get out of that jail. But if you really think about it, the law of attraction is just not a saying. It's something that actually mirrors the law and authority. We take the law of attraction very chalantly because the only person that it affects is the individual self. But when we are confronted by law enforcement, you all know that we stand at attention trying to be as nice as possible, not to get into any trouble, of course. Unfortunately, we do not give this metaphysical law the same respect. And there is a need for a healthy fear about the law of attraction as well and that's our downfall you see the law of attraction can actually cause us more problems and issues than any law enforcement official and yet we simply do not take it that seriously so maybe it's time to really live the law of attraction 
and respected as much as we respect law enforcement. After all, we're not living a game. We're here to learn about the power that we possess. And some of us have simply been skating by, treating the law of attraction as not a big deal. But, and I mean this very seriously, if you don't understand it, you will be living in a mental prison that you brought on yourself. So it's time to really step up and take responsibility for your thoughts, to monitor your thoughts, and to understand that you should respect the law of attraction just as much as you do law enforcement. You know, we have got some really tremendous shows on Law of Attraction Radio Network, and they're all designed to give you insight as to how your mind works. All of our shows are designed to, to inspire you so you can stay tuned in to your mind. This is not egotistical. This is not monolithic. This is about living your life to the absolute fullest, and this is about you learning how your mind works as you identify with every show on our network. You know, I've been doing this show for the last 15 years, and if I was not forced to do a show every week, I would not be where I am today because that consistent behavior of doing a show a week is what helped change my mind to become the person that I am today. I just want to make sure you realize how important it is that you wrap your wonderful brain around these concepts. You came to the planet to learn what makes you tick. And you can change those ticks that are not bringing you happiness by simply changing your mind. But you can never change or manipulate the law of attraction. It is more powerful than an atomic bomb because it allows you the opportunity to literally destroy your life or to improve your life. You can change the direction and you can change your life into a much better, happier scenario. So let's examine it a bit more. The law of attraction is completely responsible to you and will deliver to you what you deserve. The good, the bad, and even the ugly. So, I want you to keep on listening so that you can learn how to literally improve your mind and your thoughts. And even more importantly, how you can love yourself in order to bring about that life that you have been wanting. Now let's listen to these few commercials and then we're going to be back with Mr. Mark Boldazar. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. It's here. It's hot. And it's a must-read. 
It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Well, welcome back. I want to introduce you to my terrific guest who is on his return visit. And I was so impressed with him the last time that I just had to have him back. Mr. Mark Boldazar has been a featured writer twice in Law of Attraction magazine. Mark is best known for delivering multi-million dollar productivity improvement opportunities to his corporate clients. For over 30 years, he has been leading businesses and individuals to realize their full potential. Mark is the international best-selling co-author of Unleash Your Future. This is a fantastic book that you've got to read. His clients include Fortune 500 companies, international startups, and individuals looking to move from settling to extraordinary success. Mark has shared the stage with Mr. Jack Canfield and was awarded the U.S. Patent for Innovation in the Semiconductor Industry. And that's a big deal. He's done everything from leading a global technical service department for a large multinational corporation to coaching individuals in order to manifest the careers of their dreams. When he isn't teaching people his success hacking formula rooted in the law of attraction, he can be found running or biking through the beautiful countryside in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I am so thrilled to have him back on the show. Welcome, Mark, to the Law of Attraction Talk Radio once again. So glad you're here. Well, thank you, Jules. I, I love being here. The energy that it goes, it's already, I can feel the sparks flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we talk, we have so much, it, so much energy. It just feels fantastic. And uh, you are just full of knowledge that everyone will get so much out of. So I'm excited. And I just want to remind everyone that you have your wonderful book called Unleash Your Future. Right now, it is on Amazon. Matter of fact, he was featured in uh, the September uh, Law of Attraction magazine. Yes. So you can go there and click on and get that book because I got to tell you, you are going to really open up to a new way of living. You know, Mark, wouldn't you agree that we humans have these uh, man-made blocks that have been with us for generations? It's like, wow, this is a major problem. Yeah, I think... Um... You know, we society conditions us to kind of. I think when we when we're young, we come in just really connected, right? And it's just so often there's not this understanding, and there's so many places that we get those blocked out. 
and we have the, these filters and we all fall into the, the paradigm of, oh, you know, see people say, well, how do you get ahead? It's just hard work. You know, and I say all the time, well, you know, my uncle who, you know, was in World War II and helped raise my dad, he worked in the coal mines from when he was 12 years old. He worked hard, uh-huh. but I'll bet you he wasn't saying, man, I, I manifested my best life, right? <laughs> so it's not about hard work. It's about smart work and knowing how things work. And this, um, we were talking before we got on about this knowledge has been around in this law, these universal laws and law of attraction. As universal, it's been here from the beginning of time. And because it doesn't fit the way we like in our current paradigm and the way we look at science and we must have all these these blocks a b c we we discount it but when you what i wanted to bring together was if you look at this law in this more structured way of the scientific method and measures you you can engage in and see like okay i can measure myself and like you when you can measure something you can see am i making progress it's like I always say, if you're not keeping score, like if you play a game, you're going to like whatever your game is, if it's golf, bowling, whatever, you didn't keep score, you'd stop playing like right away. You wouldn't know, but we, you keep score. You can see your progress. This, this is the way we grow, but we first have to break through that initial paradigm that you're Mm -hmm. not a powerfully creative being, which you are. I am, you are, we all are. We are powerful, but we don't recognize it for some reason. Um, we just don't feel that we're powerful. No, and we have so many places where we're told we're not. Yeah. You think even when you're, you're a child in school, like you, you may have a passion for something. Well, that doesn't fit here. So let's just knock that out. There's so many places just, you know, and even a lot of times it could be parents with their child thinking they're protecting them. Oh, well, you'll be better if you go down this path, you're going to make, you'll have a better career, but I love art. Well, I want you to be a doctor, right? You know, that all these things that we get directed and that's one of the things that it's in the five steps of the formula in the book is these limiting beliefs, right? We limit ourselves, right? The, the law is not limited. We limit ourselves, And a lot of those come from experiences when we were young. Yeah. Absolutely. And I believe the most powerful ages for those in their youth would be from one to seven, that life really impacts them, that stays inside of them for their entire life. Is that? Yeah, I I think and that that's true. And that means as a parent, it's a really important time. And I tell this story in the book about my daughter when um, she was seven, she was a swimmer, she swam in the summer and then winter swimming gets to be a little more serious. And she's decided, Hey, I want to swim the winter this year. I said, okay. So we go, she signs up, she's swimming and the coach asks her to set a goal. And her goal was, um, she tells me, Hey, I want to, I want to make the all-star meet. And I could have said, well, you're only seven, you know, you got a long way to go, all these things. I didn't say that. I said, okay, you, I believe you can do that. You know, you work, you you go to practice. What are you going to do? You're going to go to practice. You're going to do these things. And um, so she, she says, okay, she sets off. And I'm like, yeah, I think this is a stretch. She, she starts to improve. And one, one of her strokes, the butterfly, which is a really hard stroke. It, 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 she was nowhere on the radar of being great at that stroke. One day, 
midway through the season, we go and she's swimming a hundred IM, an individual medley. You swim all the strokes and the I and the fly, butterfly is the first one. She jumps off the block. She's swimming down the pool. And I look at my wife and I said, who's that? Cause that's not our daughter, right? <laughs> Something clicked. Right. And so that year, so long story short, not only did she make the all-star meet, she made it in two strokes, one of which was the butterfly, which in my wildest imagination, I, um, I never could see, uh, you know, I couldn't see that. Now, what if I would have said to her, nah, you know what, just don't worry. You're young. I don't really think it's in you this year. Just, you know, that would have been a limitation. And so I think we, but I can see why parents and others do think because they think they're protecting their child. Oh, well, if you didn't make it, you'll feel bad. No, but if you stretch towards the goal, you're more likely going to like get as as good as you can get in a certain period of time. So I think like a lot of these limitations that people come in with are they're well-intentioned, but they don't, they, in the end they build and they serve to limit us from seeing our full creative potential. That is so true. So you being a parent and being a person who studied under Jack Canfield and just, you've got the knowledge here. What is the, the reason that we would be blocking our success? I think um, for me, the number one reason is taking, re you have to take responsibility for the all. It can't just be, I'm responsible for the things that happen that I like, but I'm not responsible for these other things. So to live this life where you're the powerful creative being, you have to accept that you're, you're creating all of it. Now, a lot of times people say, oh, but you know, I would have never created this. It's like, and then they want to blame it. No, just if you can put all that aside and say, okay, what's going on in your mind? And so I um, talk in the book about the universe works in absolute values. You know, the absolute value of a number, a minus 10 has the same absolute value as 10, as plus 10. It, and the absolute value is its distance from zero. So it responds, it'll respond just as easily to your negative thoughts and your, and, and think about this. How, how many of, of you out there, if you step back and are honest with yourself, are really spending more time in fear and worry about the things you don't want to happen? Well, the universe doesn't see the don't want. It just sees you playing this scenario over and over again, whether it be losing a job or, or having this happen or that happen. It just sees that event. It sees how passionate you are, feels how passionate you are, and that's what it creates. And you say, well, I would never create that. Well, yeah, may it consciously or intentionally, but look, it all starts where, where your mind is. So one of the things I'd say right now, an exercise everybody can do right now, just look in your mind and take the top three to five things that spend mo you're spending most of your time thinking on. And then you draw a triangle for each one and say, how often are you thinking that? How, how much do you believe that that's possible? Do you believe it's way more possible that you're going to lose your job versus finding your dream job? And how much passion and energy are you putting it in? And score each one of those from one to 10 and then multiply each side. So like it's five times five times five, it would be 125. And then draw them all in and proportion to each other. Draw your biggest one, then draw all the other ones in smaller. And let's find out if your biggest one is the stuff you don't want and your really small ones are the stuff you do want. And maybe the ones you aren't even really spending any time on is really the dream you really, really want. Then it's all about reprogramming. Reprogramming. 
And that reprogramming has to do with recognizing the things that you do want as a priority and discounting the others. Yes. And it's like, I'll always use this GPS analogy, right? If I'm going somewhere like, hey, I want to go to this dream. I'm going to put this dream in my GPS. Well, it's going to ask me if I want directions, where's your, you know, where's your current location, right? And so this looking at where your mind is and where you're spending time, that's your current location. So you have to position yourself so you can say, oh, I, now I know where my work is. And the way that all of the, by using measures and systems in the book, you, you don't have to say, oh, okay, well, this is really big. What am I going to do? You can hone in on, there may be one piece that's particularly more important for you to work on right now. And it's way easier to work on one piece than trying to work on it all together at once and not really understanding how it all comes together. Right, right. That's, that's very well said. So we have to, we have to become disciplined in ourselves to monitor our minds, to gauge what we're thinking. And so often we don't. And I know this, I, I, I have a wonderful grandchild who um, is not that's self-disciplined. He's not a small boy. He's a young man. <laughs> it's like, okay, so how do you get that self-discipline? And even if you want something enough, it doesn't seem that you can accomplish it if you don't have that self-discipline. Well, I, I think this is, um, this is why, uh, I think working through the law of attraction or kind of getting to your dreams is so tricky, right? Because there's not a shortcut. There's not. There's nobody who can do it for you. And if you choose to run into the brick wall 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times, it's only how many times will it take until you, you hit the wall? And here's the thing. In the, in the article in the magazine this month, I talk about the mind acceleration effect. And it's mm -hmm. the interconnection of the law of attraction to the law of change and the law of cause and effect. So the law of cause and effect is you take an action, you get a result, you analyze what's happened, right? But in the law of change, and this is where I think there's one big thing about the, the, the discipline to go after this goal. There, there's an equation in there. And one of the key components of the equation is what's your dissatisfaction with your current state? And so often we'll say we want this thing, but you know, and I'm pretty comfortable over here. I'm not really <laughs> dissat. So the strength of wanting to move, right. Is, there, so is, is not, you know, so like before I left the corporate world, went out on my own, wrote the book and did all these things. If you'd look back three, four, five years before that, I, I was comfortable. I was sad. Like I wasn't happy in my role, like knowing I'd like to be out on my own, but I'm like, okay, it's comfortable. I have a nice salary, you know, all healthcare. And so that, that just stopped me from doing all, all of these things. But the only there's one is knowing how it works. And then two, it comes down to your personal decision. And I'm sure, you know, you might've beaten your head on a wall a few times, like trying to talk to him and trying oh, to explain yeah. it to him. But it's like what I've seen this and even in my corporate uh, work and consulting, it's when the person just says, 
you know, hey, Jules, do you know this? Have you ever heard of this thing, the law of attraction? Man, it's the greatest thing. I just discovered it. And that's <laughs> when they take off, right? And you're like, oh, really? That's a great, I mean, nah, tell me more. <laughs> how true, how true. So it's like sometimes the person has to hit that wall in order to be forced into change. It's when... So the way the, the law of change goes, there's um so you have resistance. We have all kinds of resistances, um, you know, friends and family, our own limiting beliefs, all these things. And I've, I think I've talked about this before the universe, like people say, well, you know, the universe is conspiring for your well-being. The universe is neither conspiring to help you nor hurt you. The universe is it, it uh, there are laws and it just works by these laws. Yeah, so there's yeah. the second law of thermodynamics, which stands in your way. And it's called the law of entropy, but I like to call it the law of Legos. And the reason I call it the law of Legos is the law states that a system, people, um, organizations, they prefer to expend the least amount of energy. They like to be in the lowest energy state, right? So Legos, and I may have told this story before, if you take Legos in a box and you throw them all over the floor, how long does it take to, to scatter those Legos and they're being completely disorganized? Almost no time at all. But if even if you just ask your child to go clean them up, that'd be, oh, I can't go do that because it takes energy. It takes energy to organize them, right? And if you're going to build something, it takes even more energy, right? So the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. But too often we do that because we prefer, well, I just, it's comfortable if I just, I go on autopilot. I don't think. That's the law of Legos in action. That's you as a box of Legos scattered all over the place. But now to build something new in this dream requires you to put in activation energy to rebuild. And we think that that energy is going to go on forever. I'm going to have to continue. But once you rebuild, now you're at a new status quo. And then you settle into a new comfort level. Getting through that activation energy, it's built into our universe. And if we can understand these resistances and then what's on the positive side that I can do. How clear is your vision? Like, so one, how dissatisfied are you? Then how clear is your vision? Do you really know what you want? And I find so often people say the first thing to their mind is not what they really want, right? A million dollars. That's not what they really want. They want, no. they, they know they need like there's currency, like, but it, it's usually something else. A lot of times it's freedom. Right. And then it's like, do you even have like one or two steps of a plan that you can start to move in the direction so the universe can show you other things, Right. And if you're guided by intuition on those steps, it's more important. So the, the power, the strength of your dissatisfaction, your vision, and your first steps of a plan, you have to overcome the strength of the resistance. So while you're doing that, if you can eliminate some of the resistance, that's how change occurs. But by not knowing that, and you're, and you're running on autopilot because it's easier, the status quo, well, then you're living the definition of insanity if you're expecting a different result. Right, right. And you're not going to succeed mm -mm. in what no, you're, you're not going to get to this. No, you're no. not going to move out of your current box. Now, if someone said, Oh, but what's but I'm satisfied, what's wrong with that? It's like, there's nothing wrong with being satisfied if it's what you want. Right? If you've reached and I'm happy in this spot, you don't, we don't have to constantly try to create something new. But if you're unhappy, and you're, and you're satisfied, well, then there, you got to work like you're probably not satisfied, right? It's just you're just mildly dissatisfied. And it's only when all this these dynamics work, because if the universe is, is anything, it's very mathematical and systematic. 
And when you know that system and math, then make it work for you. Those are the successful people, right? And, and that, and they're not um, special in the sense of like, well, the most successful people, there's something special about them. No, they're just, they're using the laws of the universe to their advantage and you can do the same thing. Yep. Everybody can. Yes. They just have to be willing to, and, and again, you have to get to that place where you're so frustrated and you're so, kind of angry and just get mad because that in itself is a great motivator. I think that that part, whatever it is that when you're, you know, like for me, um, I'll get that little edge. Like, yeah. okay, now I'm going to, uh, okay. Um, you know, it's not anger to the point where it's like, rage and it's like okay that that bit that pushes you harder like you see a lot of times in athletics people okay now i'm digging into another level that's that part where you say like okay i've had enough whatever that is i've had enough now i'm really going to do the work and that's the good place to be it's not a bad place to be to experience that frustration is but a step into realizing your dreams exactly it's a necessary step. Yes. It, it's like you have to know first where you're at. It's okay to be dissatisfied. Being dissatisfied and then just hoping for something to change is that's where the frustration comes in and the stress and the unhappiness, right? Right. And, and just give yourself a little grace too. Like just take some steps. Just start to move in, the, in a new direction, right? And the only way you can see other new potential choices is to first start taking some steps in yeah. a new direction, right? right? You're not going to sit on your couch and the universe is going to drop the plan on your, on your lap. No, but it may drop it in your mind. Well, if it, it can work that way, if you're making some efforts yeah. without you doing something, can it happen? Yeah, but it is not likely to occur that way. Okay. So in the universe, if you think, wow, wouldn't this be nice if I could achieve this? That's the first little step. That's doing something, right? That's, that's a thought. That's a thought. And that's what you're putting out to the universe. And then you just say, well, okay, if I were to do this, what would be the first step? And then you keep on going and it doesn't have to be frustration. No, it just has to be little tiny steps. And those first steps are important because, and I say, and if they're more intuitively guided, you don't want to, uh, to me, create this whole action plan all the way out. Because then if you do that, it's only based on what you know currently. So the chances of it leading you somewhere new are not really that great. Cause you're going to usually, okay, we end up, you do the same thing. You end up in the same spot you want to do. If you can follow some inspiration, intuition, and then stop, this is where the law of cause and effect you've done something, see the result, analyze, okay. Inform the next step. So you have the law of change, law of cause and effect, doing these things, law of attraction. And when you align us and you see in the article, that's where you accelerate. That's how you accelerate what you're manifesting, what I call the, you know, mind acceleration effect. So that's great. That's really great. It is just taking baby steps to recognize and that 
you don't have to do an entire business plan. Sometimes that is a detriment because you, you're not going to stick to it. And particularly if it drags you down and you're like miserable trying to create it, you're already starting from a terrible energy place. I never could do business plans. I never did a business plan for Law of Attraction Radio Network, nor the magazine. And the reason is, is because I want to the universe to bring it all to me. And you know what happened? It did. And what you're talking about there is, um, I think it's uh, when you're working with the law and in the five steps in the book, we call it like keep the faith, which is really the trust in the law. But in the process of keeping the faith and that trust, um, you have to be able to be comfortable with ambiguity, which is like, okay, I can't see, I don't exactly know. And maybe this, this thing here that occurred doesn't look good at the moment. You know, like for me, I took this, uh, I talk about the story where I, um, I accept this job. I wanted to be a plant manager. I get in a job and it's like, Oh, this is horrible. This isn't really <laughs> what I want, but yeah. it looked bad, right? It looked like, Oh, but what it led me to was this other position after that, where I learned all these things that I'm using now. And I have all these connections and they, you know, so some, so like I, if someone would have said, well, here's how this is going to be. Do you choose that path? I would have said no. Uh, but like, so you take all these things and you can work them through, but if you're, if you can live with the law, you can stay um, stre- like the stress levels lower because you know, okay, just another piece. I, I trust, I am keeping the faith that the next, the things will come versus I'm going to spin out of control. And I talk about it in the article about this is where I say, if you follow this way and you're, and you're using these laws in that way, you can go, you can become productively proactive versus reluctantly reactive. Yeah. When we allow these things and we're reacting all the time, you're not in control. No, no. And I, I think the majority of people right now are feeling out of control because they don't know how to navigate through this period of time. It's shocking, especially for us here in America. We're just not used to all of these things happening. Um, it's, it's very concerning to a lot of people, but we don't have to stay stuck in it because we still have to realize the power within us to create anything and everything that you want. Yeah, the I power think, is yeah, there. It is. And I think it's a really good point. And, you know, so the one thing I could, you know, give us as a hopeful message out there no one actually knows how to navigate the world today. So you're not alone. So in that perspective, we're all there. And you know, what always struck me as interesting, you know, I, I, um, when I first read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon oh, yeah. Hill, yeah. and he wrote that back in the, um, in the depression era, right? It's like, right. it seems like a, a really hopeless time to be talking about this power to mind. But then the more I think about it, it's like, it's actually the best time, right? Exactly. Because it's the time where, if you think about the law of change, the dissatisfaction level, everybody's dissatisfaction with the current state rises. So your, your ability to get through the resistance to make change is even greater. So if we can say, hey, we're in this unknown time and we, we can deal with the ambiguity, knowing that the law is consistent. And if we are intentional about what we create, it's going to work out. That's what keeps me and has kept me through the whole pandemic from the beginning, just at this even keel. Yeah, 
exactly. Even Kia. Um, <laughs> it is an amazing time to be alive, but this is the greatest learning time for all of us, no matter our age. Yeah, um, that's a great point. And I suspect if we could go back and talk to people at all other ages in the past, we'd hear similar things like, you, you know, like, oh, what a challenge, but it's a great time. You know, like we, we it's hard for us to probably see that perspective. Um, you know, cause I always say like, I feel like I had the, I was born um, into at the best time into the best set of parents. My, my father, you know, he was born in, grew up in the depression when it was in world war two and I'm all the way out like to the, from that to the technology of where we are now, this yeah. broad perspective of what life's been like. Um, but you know, everybody like we, we all have that story, right. We're all completely interconnected, you know, really it's timeless. Um, and then if we think about intuition and we, we raise our energy level to connect to information from beyond, that's where we connect all this timeless energy as well. And I think that's another really important piece, knowing that it's not just, you don't have to just rely on what knowledge you can see and touch in this world. There's all these levels of knowledge. Einstein talked about it. Nikola Tesla talked about it. All these bits of information. There's, there's well more to us and there's well more around us than we know. And that's a good point because you look at Nikola's Tesla. And he was incredible with all of the brain power he had and everything that he could create. I mean, he was, to me, superhuman. Well, where he talked about, and Einstein the same way, they talked about their connection to something. Beyond exactly. Their, yes. Exactly. And that's what, if everyone could realize that and allow those downloads to come in, the frustration would go away. Life yeah, it, would be yes. such a happier place, you know, really, because you're, you're constantly expanding into new heights. We shouldn't stay at any level. We have to keep on. You know, I'm, I'm uh, at a real ripe old age, you know, but it's like nothing is going to stop me. I'm still going to create. And that's what you're talking about age, like in physical years, it's all mindset like that, the physical versus the mindset. And, you know, this bit about we're the only one who can limit um, me is me. The only right. person that can limit you is you. So all exactly. these things, these inner, so the book, you know, like it, it's, it's connected to beyond. Like when I wrote, I was plugged in and, you know, there was for this longest time, I never realized how connected I was to these higher levels of, of information. I used to just, I, I knew I was different. I knew that there were things like I would say things and people look at me like I had three heads or something. And then when I've come to realize it's like, okay, I was trying to explain a physical object. It, it would be like trying to explain this physical object to a blind person, Right. And when I came to realize this and allowed myself to fully integrate with that and allow information to flow, this book is, um, I, I feel not, I'm not saying this because, hey, I think I did a great job because I, as I just said, I, I didn't complete, I, I channeled a lot of this that came in. It, it has this resonance of truth because 
it's coming from this more universal world. So the, it's almost like the universal laws were speaking directly. to This you. is how we work. And, and, and we can all say, well, why me? Well, why not you? Right. So if you're out there saying, well, why would I be like, why not you? Right. You, we have, each one of us has this purpose. We came only you can go do right. This was mine. Like I had this, we all have it and they're all equally important but we have to allow ourselves to connect and accept. Okay. So stop right there. I want to know how do you connect? How did you first connect in order to write the book and allow all the information to be downloaded? It, um, my, I found how connected I was more by accident and a lot of times, but then I, but then I followed, right. I didn't just stop. You know, it's like I knew like I, I would sit here and there's lots of times like if I'd be listening to music, um, I'd be relaxed. Maybe I'd have a, I, um, I, I could maybe be having a, a beer, or a glass of wine and you relax and just information would start flowing through my head. And I'm just like, oh, OK, like I just didn't really think about it. And then I, I connected to um, an intuitive who she uh, and what drew me to her. Her name is. Uh, Lisa Weckenheiser and but her her original business name was called practically intuitive which wow. it was all about practical application like that's me so I just started connecting and she helped me and I've just finished a course with her on, on like kind of even further developing the channeling earlier this year really come to see like and she didn't we didn't set out this way it evolved and it and it became clear it's like yeah you're you're pretty highly connected but I had to take the steps. I had to first recognize something and then take the steps. And then with all of that, it's like this stuff just, I'm like, okay, so now I, I, like, I realized that the way information flowed into me was I can't just sit there if I'm writing something that's really highly connected. I can't type it. I, I need paper and I don't write with a pen. I write with a pencil. That just, and then my hand just, like I could just go off. And there'd be days I'd writing, it'd be two hours. I'd look up. I was writing for two hours. Wow. Wow. That's, that's very impressive. So you are channeling this information coming through. I would say it's, yes, that's the way it, it, uh, a lot of the way things come in. Channeling, I I think is a, is a word I use at first. So people, because people can understand it, but what I really more call it is I'm plugged in. It's an interconnectedness. So like I'm plugged into these things and like this information's flowing to me. It's part of my purpose. And it's why when you hear me talk, why there's so much passion and positive energy, because I know I'm living what I came here to do. Right. And this this isn't necessarily an easy path. It's not like everybody out there is like, oh, that law of attraction. Yeah, man, it's like you're a nuclear physicist. Right. That it has that level uh, of, of respect and things. Right. So it's not like the the easiest path to choose but it's the right path for me it's the right time it needed this it needs some like practical you know, practically scientific view of the world so people can can tap in i mean how greater a, a mission could you have than to connect people to their greatness right you right, know so right. people are always looking so i take this responsibility very seriously because i'm not here i'm you know yeah i, I mean 
I'm sure the universe, I'll make a living and, uh, and it comes from a lot of different ways, but I'm here to share this knowledge and to help people um, tap into to their powerful um, roles as creators so that they can live a happy, fulfilled life, whatever that is. And everybody's like success is, again, it's a, it, it's a personal definition. What I call success, you call success are, are different. What we all call success but find your success, which really ends up being tied to your passion. Okay. So let me get back to the download. Are you saying that you did not know this information before it was downloaded to you? This was fresh information. It um, through time. So like what happened was it's coming. Like I has have notebook after notebook after notebook. And I've been writing about these things for a long time. So Here's kind of what, what I, the way I look about the interconnectedness, right? It's I'm engaging it back and forth wherever it's coming from. Right. And it's, and it's just evolving. And, um, and there were many times it's like, okay, I'm going to write the book and it just never came out. Right. When I finally went down after all this writing and notebooks full of everything, I didn't go back and refer to those. It, it had become so ingrained in me when I sat down, I just was in the zone and wrote it straight through. And then Takara brought her stuff in in a very similar way and then integrated. So in total, through this process, which was years for it to come, this information was coming from an interconnected space where I'm using, hey, my view of how science works, you know, so you'll see me use equations and charts and things, you know, um, I'm integrating all of that training I had as a scientist in that work was just as important for me to write this book as the stuff I'm pulling in from this other, where, wherever the place is. Okay. At any time then when you, it was being downloaded and you were writing things out, books and books galore, was there ever a time where you thought, well, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. Um, uh, I would not, now? no, not exactly that. <laughs> What I, what, I, the, what I would say is, and why it, all these books that I wrote, it's, it's not clear. I'm not clear enough yet. It's not, it, it is ah. not been, like the, the, the thing about transferring complex information is, you know, like I think it was Mark Twain who said like, you know, if I'd had more time, I've written a shorter book. <laughs> it needed the time. And so until it was so fully integrated and I could simply come here and we could just roll out. You, you talked to me about it. Then I knew it was ready. So it wasn't like um, it wasn't right. It, 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 it needed for me to be able to convey it in this way with the passion and energy. It was sort of like, you know, you download a program and you stop. Oh, I think uh, I don't have any more time to download this software. I'm going to stop right now. Well, is it going to work? No, because it's not all there. So like I knew, I intuitively knew when, when it was all there. I got it. I got it. Okay. So there it answered the question. I think a lot of people are thinking, yeah, it's wonderful to get the download, but how do you know it's right? How do you know that this is sinking in with what everybody else is teaching? Am I on the right path or am I not? But the truth of the matter is, you may not be on everybody else's path, but you're on a path to deliver information. Here's the thing that I think is really important. You're hitting on a really important point right now. 
it doesn't matter what someone else is teaching. And where I, what I resonated with was, I feel this truth. And the wow. truth of the matter is, it's my mission to bring it out, right? I'm not here to try to convince anyone, right? I'm not like, better. oh, well, my stuff's better than this. You know what? Hey, if you, if, if um, you resonate with Joe Vitale or Jack Canfield or any, any other teacher, that's where you should be. That's where, so like me, we're a team. Like, so this is my role. So like, if you think about all these who are speaking in this world, I'm not in competition. I'm in resonance and teamwork and collaboration because the way I'm going to bring it across is I'm, I'm bringing it in a different way. We'll speak to different people and it's all okay. And I, to me, I just love the collaboration. I, I, I'll talk about this all day with anybody collaborate just if at the bottom line, if it's helping somebody, that's my mission. Yeah. The way I was brought up, it's what I know my mission is to do is to help people. And I know that the universe is going to take care of how I make a living and all those things. That's all going to take care of itself. But also the connection that you have with source or the downloading of information, when you're talking to a person one-on-one, you're actually working together with that person and answering questions, coming up with more questions, helping that person to understand their life a little bit better. Exactly. And that's the part that I didn't, I've been doing this forever that I didn't consciously so understand, like, why was I able to, okay, ask this question and get that. Now I can, I know it's this, this connection. Now, what I'd say is we're all connected to the source. Right. And it's all a matter of like, if you think you're not, that doesn't mean you aren't. It just means that you're not going to connect because you've limited yourself. Right. So to me, I'm not, um, there's nothing special about this. I've just chosen as a passion to follow it and find it and, and cultivate it and grow it. Right. And it's doing the work. Anyone out there can do that. And, and if you anyone say you can't, anyone yeah. out there can do it. But, you know, sometimes you need a person that's going to help you to see what you have been not able to see. Exactly. So that's where the one on ones yes. are so incredibly powerful. Yes. And what, it's yes. going to help straighten your thoughts. It's going to help you grasp what it is that you've been missing. Exactly. It's like, um, so the, the one-on-ones to help you and, and group to me, it's just like personal training. Yeah. Right? Some people, okay. You go to a personal trainer, they show you how to do the exercise. You do group classes because it helps you. And then you can, it's, it's the same way here. So in the, at the end of the article in the magazine, I have a link there for a free 15 minute oh, um, yeah. connection with me. Right. So the first five people who come, who listen to this or, or, or connect to me out of that, I'm offering them a free one hour, one-on-one session with me. Wow. That's pretty cool. Cause what I, I, I want, like I, it, it's this connection. Like we live in a connected world and my passion is put it, you know, starts in the book. Uh, but it doesn't do any good if it sits there. It yeah. only does some good if you, the, in the audience, if you find your own um, creative power. So you booked out 15 minutes, we'll kind of talk through, you can ask me questions. We, and, you know, and, and for that, the first five people, they'll do a free, uh, a free coaching session. Wow, that's very good. So let me have your email 
or website? Both. Well, so like right now, like the website is still the www.newscienceofsuccess, all one word.com. Um, and if you go to Law of Attraction magazine, there's a link to the website. Yeah. There's a link to my calendar link for that 15 um, uh, minute uh, free session that if the first five will, will get the free coaching. And then my email is also in there, which is B-O-L-D-I-M-R-K at gmail.com. So boldymark at gmail.com. Now you ask like, well, why didn't you use your whole name? It's because, well, there must be a lot of Mark Boldazars out there because I couldn't <laughs> get any form of Mark Boldazar on Gmail. So, <laughs> Yeah, but you're the one and only. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the one I like the most. <laughs> yeah, well, you're the oh, only yeah. one I know. So there, <laughs> I'm going to go along with what you say. There we well, go. this has been fantastic and we're all out of time. But Mark, you are terrific. You really are. And um, people are going to learn so much from you. You, you can just resonate with the people and what they're talking about. So uh, uh, you're a scientist. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks, Jules. I really appreciate you having me on. And I love how you, in our conversations, you bring out all these, these good energetic nuggets. <laughs> and I think it also, it, it's, it, it helps, it helps bring it to life. And, you know, we talked earlier, once it comes to life, it can only become to life in your life. If you take the, the, the next step and, um, you know, and, and I'm here to help in, in any way I can. And, and you've been a great help to me. And I think that's the way it works. You know, we just keep helping each other in this inner yeah. space. Absolutely. And everybody is so powerful and they're so worthy of this. They're so worthy of success, but sometimes they have to step out to look back in. And I think that's what you do, Mark. You help them to see the power that they possess inside. Absolutely. I think we all, sometimes we all need that little help to on the step oh, up and yeah. sometimes you shine a light from a different angle and you, you see different things. And, um, it, it's when we can learn to accept the help and, and, and see it from things, um, great, there yeah, you go. great things can happen. That's the secret right there. <laughs> right. The secret is finally revealed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Mark. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I hope to have you back on soon. Very good. I um, Anytime. All right. Thank you. And that's it for this week. Many thanks for listening. I will be back next week with another great show of Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. 
Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.